0: This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is a Morning Breath on this beautiful Thursday, June 25th. My best friend growing up in elementary school's birthday was on June 25th. Nice. Yeah, so I always thought he had the perfect birthday about halfway through the year. The opposite side of Christmas, Mm -hmm. you know, so there wasn't any bleed over from Christmas. Mine's really close to Christmas, and so I'd always get socks or underwear for my birthday because Christmas Mm -hmm. you get the big gifts. He had his birth, I thought, was just perfect on the other end of the calendar. Pat Small, uh, I sure hope he came to know Jesus because he's no longer with us in this world. Mm. But, yeah, good morning, everybody. Good to have you here on Morning Breath. I'm reminiscing that date. Uh, back when I was in first through sixth grade, Pat and his sister lived with my mom and dad and I, he was, uh, his mom was a single mom and a bunch of issues going on in their family. So mm. through elementary school, they lived with us. And so uh, it was, uh, they were really good friends growing up. That's cool. Yeah, stuff like that happens. It does. You know, it does. Yeah. Stuff like that happens, stays with you. And, uh, you know, I was just glad that we just lived across the street from them and it worked out really good. And My mom was a stay at home mom for some of that time and. So she was kind of taking care of things.
0: Nice. Anyway,
1: let's get into the program today. What we do here is we read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word, spend some time with the Lord is more a priority. Uh, On top of that, then we come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island Campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air and then we talk about it. My co-host today mm-hmm. is Pastor David Gammon.
0: How you doing, Pastor David? I'm doing great. I'm doing really good. Super excited to be here. Man, we got a really cool chapter. we got yeah. a lot going on in St. Yep. Corinthians 8. A big finance chapter, so if you need a yeah. breakthrough in this department, um, it's really good. But it's also a really good heart set department uh, chapter yep. and also uh, friendship. So this uh, this chapter is really cool. I really love this one. Yeah, it's powerful and
1: mm-hmm. uh Something that, and I'll just throw this out, we we are a listener-supported radio station. A lot of the support comes from our own church, but if you're out there and you get ministered to by it and you want to be a part of the program, giving towards it, you can. We we almost never ask about this or talk about it, but the Bible, if you just read it, it it'll hit on all the points you need to hear, and maybe it's one of the points we need to hear today. In fact, if you're a business out there and you'd like to support the program, which is a great partnership, you could call Nick Clemenson at the church. Uh, just ask for Nick. So what extension would they call for you, Nick?
0: Uh, I actually don't have a phone. Okay,
1: 452-1060. <laughs> ask for Nick Clemenson. If you're a business out there, you'd like to be involved in supporting the program, we'd love to have your support. And it's great to get the
0: gospel out in Brevard County.
1: Mm. And it's great to support uh, Christian businesses that do a good job and support Christian ministry.
0: Amen. Amen. Yep. I love to, uh, to to sow into what God's used to, to pour into spiritual development. Uh, yep. Another thing you could do if you want to keep pressing into the program is if you want to find out what chapters we've gone into and what chapters we're going into. Maybe you are driving and you heard only a little bit of the show and you wanted to go finish one. Go to our website. That's e c c c Dot .us as e3c's.us you will able to click on the morning breath tab and you'll be able to see the full itinerary of um, everything, all the chapters we've gone into. But the best way to get anything East Coast is go get our app from your mobile app provider. And yep. that'll get you the weekend experience. It'll get you a lot of stuff. It'll, it's actually great for your own personal walk with Jesus. Also, I want to encourage you to go uh, like and follow us, like and subscribe on, on YouTube and on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram. We try and put out—our um, heartbeat says we try and put out stuff that's going to encourage you throughout your day. We do a, a prayer and praise uh, almost every day. About five days a week we do encouraging scriptures to come out, also keeping you up to date with what's going on uh, around the church and what we're doing in the community. So it's really good to stay plugged in with that. Um, that that that's, that's something cool to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Lots going on as, as far as uh, ministry in the church right now as well. We've been really trying to reach out. We did bridges. We did a haircut outreach. We did—what uh, was that other one we just did? A couple of other ones I saw we're uh, reaching out. we well, we got this thing going on at church called The Big Idea, mm-hmm. and if you come up with a great idea, um, bring it to uh, Pastor Mark Cook. Uh, he does the Wednesday program with me. You can uh, submit that idea as a member of East Coast Christian Center, and we try to see if we can make that idea come to life, and uh, Big Ideas mm-hmm. have been coming in pretty cool. Can I be Both honest out? with you?
0: Yeah. I'm pretty much kind of like the marketing person for the church, and uh-huh. we're doing so much outreach. It's hard. If you said, hey, what's that next one we did? Yeah. It's like, like it's, it's hard so hard. It, it yeah. is. And honestly, that's like a point of where I'm like so in love with what God's doing in this time and in this season where you think, you know, the body of Christ would be— um, getting slimmer and, and you know, watching stuff, but instead we're pouring out. And, and you know, thankfully we're talking about that in, in chapter 8 today. Um, yeah,
1: let me balance that with we are getting slimmer on our spending true. and anything extravagant. We're working really hard on that. But what uh, Pastor David's talking about, we have not gotten slimmer in the area of generosity. Really, a lot of what's going on right now, though it's a, a physical attack and there's sickness involved in all that. One of the main things that's getting attacked all around the world right now is financial things. Mm -hmm. And most of you guys know, we're not telling you anything because you guys are dealing with it in your own families. And you do everything you can to be a good steward of the money that God's put in your hand. But we know that generosity is a spiritual weapon that fights against poverty, against lack, against you know, all that the enemy wants to do to kill, steal, and destroy. And so we've come in with a generosity plan to just try to bless mm-hmm. everybody and everything we possibly can that are out there. I know recently we uh, we helped a church, a church that was struggling, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in our area. And I'm not mentioning any names, but, you know, there's uh, just— Stuff's going on.
0: But you're stealing all the stuff I'm supposed to be talking about in the chapter now. Tough. We're going to read the chapter anyway. That's now I what have to doing. repray. Oh, that's, have all right. to... Uh,
1: that's your problem. No, <laughs> there's plenty of stuff in this there, chapter. There we There is. Anyway, well, let's read the chapter and uh, get in there. So I'm going to read New King James. How about you?
0: Uh, I'm actually going to go NIV on this one. Um, okay, I'm going to read the first 12. All right, I'm going to read it back 12. Okay. And then I'm going to say to you, Pastor Dan, read, sir. The Second Corinthians
1: chapter 8. But they first gave themselves to the Lord, then to us by the will of God. So we urged Titus that as he had begun, so he would also complete this grace in you as well. But as you abound in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all diligence, and in love for us, see that you abound in this grace also. I am speaking not by commandment, but I am testing the sincerity of your love by the diligence of others. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. And in this I give advice, it is to your advantage, not only to be doing what you began and were desiring to do a year ago, but now you also must complete the doing of it, that as there was a readiness to desire it, so there also may be a completion out of what you have. For if there is first a willing mind, it is accepted according to what one has and not according to what he does not have.
0: Thanks be to God, who put into the hearts of Titus the same concern I have for you. For Titus not only welcomed our appeal, but he is coming to you with much enthusiasm on his own initiative. And we are sending along with him the brother who is praised by all the churches for his service to the gospel. What is more, he was chosen by the churches. He was chosen. What is more, he was chosen by the churches to accompany us as we carry the offering which we administer in order to honor the Lord himself and to show our eagerness to help. We want to avoid any criticism of the way we administer this liberal gift, for we are taking pains to do what is right, not only in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of man. In addition, we are sending with them our brothers who have often proved to us in many ways that he is zealous, and and now even more so because his great confidence in you. As for Titus, he is my partner and co-worker among you. As for our brothers, they are representatives of the churches and to honor Christ. Therefore, show these men the proof of your love and the reason of our pride in you so that the churches can see it.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. NIV. 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 Wow sounded really different in a couple of spots. It was watch, listening to the first 12 was yeah. like, I really had to like, yeah. normally I like to like just kind of let go and like, doesn't yeah. the Spirit speak again? Yeah, and this yeah, one yeah. was like, now I better pay attention.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's very, very different uh, wording. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's, there's an incredible amount of stuff in this chapter and so much we can learn about it. Uh, wh- whether you look at the beginning where it talks about it, these guys who he's using as an example, Macedonia, have a great trial of affliction deep power poverty and yet they're giving crazy generous mm-hmm. and it's like whoa and they were freely willing they were generous willing and they implored them with much urgency that they take the gift that's like you go to close the service and somebody says wait a minute i wanted to give
0: mm-hmm.
1: hold it you know before you go here's some stuff for you and uh, it's a pretty amazing testimony of someone's heart, which is for the Lord. The other side of this is when people do this, I firmly believe this with all my heart. When you are a giver, when you sow, no matter what your circumstance, you are actually setting yourself up to be financially safe. I think that getting on God's plan is the best plan to be on. And all those these guys are in trouble, it seems like financially deep poverty is what it says. Mm-hmm. The best way out of deep poverty is to start getting on God's program, which is sowing and reaping. You know, I was with a pastor in uh, North Carolina years ago, and uh, we were there for a conference. A friend of mine was there, and Andrew Womack was there, and uh, we went to the conference, Pastor Dave and I, and this guy was a pastor of a church, and a guy walked up to him and said, uh, "Can he, you know, he's panhandling. Can I have some money? And the guy said, well, what's, what's, the, what's your situation? And he, he shared how bad stuff was and, you know, what was going on in his life. And uh, so the guy said, well, I got a deal for you. If you want to get out of this, here's how you start. Give me a dollar. Amen. And the guy was like, what? And then he talked to him about sowing and reaping. And here's the truth. If we really believed what the Bible says about this, that's when I kind of got a slap in the face, wake up. Mm -hmm. this guy not only taught this, but he believed it to the point of he knew it was better for that guy to give him a dollar than it was for him to give the guy in poverty $10 Mm -hmm. because he knew he would begin to set Mm -hmm. into motion godly principles of giving and receiving, sowing and reaping. And uh, so they're big in this chapter, and uh, that's, that's all I got to say. What did you see?
0: I love that because that just ties right in with what my first thing I saw was that this, the, the product of generosity is meant to come from an authentic relationship with Jesus, that yeah. that you're moving and serving what, what, what the King of Kings has called us to do. You see, Paul is not here just saying, hey, um, he wants something for these churches. He's fulfilling what Jesus said for us to do. He says, hey, don't you neglect the poor. Matter of fact, mm. it's nothing new. Before Jesus in the Old Testament, in oh, the yeah. law, it was even like, hey, do not neglect the orphan, the widow, yep. the yep. people in need. Um, even we're going to say even foreigners that come into your land, you yep. will, you have a responsibility to make sure that they're treated fairly and, and re- receive help if they need it. Yep. So Paul is, is doing that in this. And that is why he's able to speak this way and able to say, hey, and he's not—I Um, I love this. Paul is not emotionally manipulating the church in Corinth. It's a very wealthy church. Um, the salt industry goes through Corinth. Um, so they, are, they had money, and he was not emotionally manipulating them. He'll say, listen here, I'm doing this so you can be prepared because these people have stretched and they actually need what you what you have and you need to learn this as well. And I feel like sometimes when we go into generosity, we should not do it because someone had to stir our emotions, but we should do it because we know we're fulfilling the will of our father. And that's that's super important.
1: Yeah, I'd say a couple of things on that, Pastor David. Is One, when you get people to give by emotionally manipulating them, then you've just taught them the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You've taught them that this is when you give. When you hear the sad music and you mm-hmm. see the puppies in cages on the TV late at night. And I don't know, there's this commercial I've seen a with few Sarah times in my lifetime. Is that McLaughlin who that is? Sarah, yeah, yeah. anyway. Uh, And and so then people respond to that. And that's not how we're supposed to respond. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to learn to respond to the Word of God. Amen. To the Spirit of God. Um, Are we ever moved by need? Absolutely. The Bible says when someone's poor, there's an orphan or there's a widow. That's a need, a real biblical spiritual need. You should be moved by that need. For example, you're going to build a building as a church, or you're going to, you know, build an orphanage on a missions trip, or you're going to, whatever it is, that's something that, yeah, that could move your heart. That could catch you emotionally. But more important than catching you emotionally, because there there's good in that, you need to do it because the Word of God says to mm-hmm. do it. Because the Spirit of God is in that kind of stuff. And that's the way the kingdom of God works. Mm, it on. works on giving and receiving. And so that should be something Your heart's moved to do because you got the Spirit of God inside of you, and it's a way the kingdom of God works.
0: Come on. I mean, everything on our faith is based off of Jesus Christ, not just off of Jesus, but in Jesus and through Jesus. And when it comes to our finances, it's no different. When it comes to your salvation, it was no different. You had to believe that Jesus is Lord. You had to believe, call him um, your Lord and Savior. So when it comes to your finances as well, when you step out, you have to believe that that there will be breakthrough when you go and step out into this. When you when you look at what happens, even your righteousness. As a matter of fact, back in the day, the the if someone was to want to get cleansed of their sin, the the Jewish person would bring a sacrifice to the priest. And the priest would look at that sacrifice, and then the sacrifice would be assessed if it was worthy or not. All right, And then the sacrifice would go to the altar. We have to understand there's a sacrifice that we make as believers. Now, I'm not talking payment for our sin because Jesus was more than enough. But the sacrifices we make now are so that others can receive a breakthrough, so others can know and experience. And that's why I love how he's like, hey, listen, Macedonia is going to help you guys one day. And let's not forget this. Paul in Acts cries out at one point, and he's like, seven times I've tried to go to this region, and seven times I've been shut down. And now it's like— have you ever had two friends you've wanted to meet, like meet each other, sure. and they're finally going to meet each yeah, other? Yeah, it's exciting. And it's exciting. He's like, finally the Macedonians are going to meet the Corinthians, and, and he's exciting. He's like, Corinthians, don't disappoint. Like, yeah. like you know, cook, cook that, that brisket you're known to cook, yeah. and, and let's, let's do this as a family. So Ooh, yeah. remember, though, remember, though, that it's through Jesus, too, that he even said in there in support. He says, they gave um, when they had, and they even gave when it stretched them. Yeah, and absolutely. And they didn't have.
1: Beyond yeah. their ability is yeah. how my mind says it. And, and you said it all comes back to Jesus. Verse, verse um, let me see, what is it, 9, makes that very clear. It says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you, through his poverty, might become rich. And, and you know, Jesus, the cornerstone, is, is, it all comes back to him and the mm-hmm. way he lived. He lived his life giving, serving loving. He said this, I did not come to be served, but to serve. And if Jesus sets an example like that of being generous, of giving, of serving, of loving, uh, that's what God is looking for in our lives too. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said about sacrifice before, Pastor Pastor David, uh, that they were willing to sacrifice for this group or that group. It, it is important to sacrifice. You mm-hmm. know, life is uh, life's not always just supposed to be, oh, I'm always over the top. I always have extra. I don't have a problem here. And if you're giving, I'm going to be bold here for a minute. If your giving has no change on your financial situation whatsoever, if you are always just, oh, it's easy, I give that, and it, it, you know, it doesn't change my week, it doesn't change my month, it doesn't change my year, it doesn't change my life at all, then I would challenge you to say, are you, are you really listening for God? Because there are going, definitely going to be times in your life that you're going to be challenged in your giving, and it's going to be a sacrifice and not easy to mm-hmm. do. And a sacrifice means you give up some things to be able to do what you need to do and whether that's you know lunch for a week or a month or a year or you know whatever that is or holding off on buying a new car for a year or or you know whatever that is there's sacrifice involved in giving and Mm -hmm. uh especially we don't have to say this to new givers because when you first find out something about giving and you're like oh my god how Mm -hmm. could i afford to do that that'll never work and it's a huge sacrifice to get started This is more for those of us that have given for a long time and giving has become more rote or routine or habitual. Mm -hmm. And it's no longer, you know, a sacrifice because we're walking in all the fruit of it. We're doing great. And, you know, sometimes we get challenged. And I mean, if you're listening to God, you're going to get challenged in every area of your life. Yeah. Giving is one of
0: them. And that's the absolute evolution of giving. Because when we started, Nancy and I started at 10% and then we put it on the auto draft yeah. Well, then we built our budget around it, yep. and then all of a sudden we had to wake up one day and say – oh, my goodness, yeah. you know, and and really God catalysts us. I want to, like, talk about something here for a second where the verse says that, hey, you know, Jesus was poor so that you could become rich. And that's how it says it in the um, NIV here. Mm-hmm. Now, um, New King James was very similar. Now, I've heard local—local. Um, local, I've heard mega churches getting um, kind of shot at as prosperity gospels, like Elevation and Hillsong, because they've talked about, hey, if you give, that there'll be breakthrough in your life or finances. I want to encourage you guys today, one, that, listen— Nobody is using Jesus to fatten your bank account, all right? But the truth of the word is, is that God wants you to experience the goodness of God in the land of the living, all right? And that you can be blessed to be a blessing and that God wants to be able to get the resources to his people in his kingdom, advancing his church, now, I love that this is coming off the heels of everything of what Pastor Dan just said, because if we don't have the ability to see what God is calling us to and to hear his voice, all of that financial stuff is a waste. And that we have to remember that if God is blessing you, He is. that's a way of saying he's trusting you yeah. and, to, and to operate in that trust.
1: Yeah, there's some super strong things in Scripture this way, but anybody who speaks against receiving in the giving and receiving— uh. Equation is missing half the equation. Amen. I mean, g- g- at give and it shall be given unto you. What are you going to do? Just preach half that verse? Mm-hmm. Um, you're a liar if you're speaking against receiving. Mm-hmm. And you can't draw the line and be noble, this false nobility of I, I don't ever give to get. <laughs> well, you, we don't give to get, but the law of giving and receiving still works. Come on. And so we give out of obedience to Christ. We give because we see need in people's lives. We give because we're moved with compassion and our hearts are moved for somebody and we're willing to to stretch for them. But even though we don't give to get, when you give, you shall receive. For as a man sows, so shall he reap. And you just can't drop half that equation without making it clear. Now, do, uh, is it all about us for no more? No. Mm-mm. As Pastor David said, we give to, we get to give. Mm-hmm. In other words, as I receive from God, I am more able to give and make a difference in the world. When I used to have a business and I did you know, pretty well at that business, I was able to support a few missionaries, uh, take care of a few other situations that were out there and do some great things. God blessed me, and by being blessed, it enabled me to touch more people's lives out there. Mm -hmm. And that's what God's all about. I mean, he wants us to get—I mean, if you look at the Old Testament, it's full of people Mm -hmm. that got incredibly blessed. Why? So that they could change the world they lived in.
0: Come on. And it's not just finances. You can see here, I love that Paul directly refers to his his. Partner, He says his friend uh, Titus like three times inside of it and I did a little homework on this and to dig in and um, Titus is Greek and he's from Crete, the island of Crete and he actually is like – Paul's administrator. So he's like Paul's right-hand man. Paul, at the point where this is like Corinthians, he's having a hard time seeing. Most of his epistles are actually scribed by somebody else while he talks. And he is sowing this guy to go to Corinth now to bring this message. He is sending Titus and some other people in that direction, which he is speaking highly of. So I want to encourage you to, you know, when you, you have to trust your relationships with God as well and say, listen, you know what? I'm going to sow this person into another ministry. I'm building someone up so that they can be a blessing to someone else but we have got to go to a break here guys we're going to jump right back in a minute
1: you are listening to morning breath from east coast christian center
0: merritt island Vieira, and coco
1: Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24 hour staff. Making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at PineappleGarden.com or call 321-405-CARE Welcome back to the show This is Morning Morning Breath Morning Breath Morning Breath everybody you know, one of the things I love about this part is uh, as he's sharing with these guys on, on finishing what they started, he says in verse 13, For I do not mean that others should be eased and you burdened, but by an equality now, that now at this time your abundance may supply their lack and their abundance may supply your lack, that there may be equality. The only way I know for there to be equality in giving is that it's a percent. Uh, and again, I don't want to argue with anybody about tithing or not, but for it to be equal for me, let's say, and Nick to give, Nick's 21? 21. 21. I'm 66. I'm at a different place on the financial scale than Nick is. And so I could give, let's say, X amount of dollars, and Nick can give Y amount of dollars. What's important is what percent. Mm -hmm. When Jesus looked at people's giving, he didn't look at what they gave. He looked at what they had left. Mm. This widow woman gave her all. There's there's a picture here where Jesus didn't look at the offering and the size of it. He looked at what they had left in their life. And so if you want to get on board with God's plan, it's probably going to be a percent. And I just ask you to look from there and see what God tells you in your heart. God bless you guys. Have a great day Love in guys. Jesus. See you,
0: David. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.